Hey guys, it's going? It's Chris, and it's another episode of Creatively Speaking. Thank you so much for taking a moment of your time to listening to this podcast as well as watching this video. Hopefully, I am always educating you and entertaining you in the same regard. So, thank you once again. But this particular episode is a little bit of a downer. It's in regards to yesterday's passing of legendary creator Stan Lee that died yesterday at 95 years old. Uh, the man lived an amazing life and uh, was really influ influential to me, uh, as well as a lot of people in the creative industry, cinema, literary, uh, artistically, you name it, the, the list goes on and on. And for those of you that do not know who Stan Lee is, well, let me take a moment to let you know who this amazing man was. Uh, Stan Lee was pretty much the creator of Marvel Comics, and a lot of people will debate me if that he was the co-creator. He was the creator of Marvel Comics. And though you might not have seen his characters in movies or television sh uh, shows or read his books, you definitely know who these characters are. Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, Black Panther, Captain America, Iron Man, The Uncanny X-Men. The list goes on and on of the amazing characters that he created as well as the notorious villains he created as well that we all know of. But what was intriguing about this guy's uh, characters were where they were all, uh, where the universe took place. It was no imaginary place such as Metropolis or Gotham City. It all took place in New York City. Yep, the New York City that we know and love. The scenario of it is they were kind of protecting the people of their territories. Hell's Kitchen, Queens, Manhattan, as well as outside of the city, such as Westchester. And they were not always understood. Some of these characters were in the wrong place in the wrong time. They weren't gods that came from another planet to save you know, the general population. No, they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. A young teenager by the name of Peter Parker they went on a field trip and got bitten by a radioactive spider that gave him these amazing powers to climb walls, super strength, etc. And then donned a mask and a costume and became Spider-Man. But did anyone know that this young teenager, though he went by the name of Spider-Man, was actually a teenager that was picked on and bullied upon? And would have to live with the notion that what his uncle would constantly convey into his mind, and that is with great power comes re great responsibility, and how a young Peter had to apply that into his heroics. Or a bunch of young teenagers that were born in, with a mutation that the general public did not understand or accept and called them freaks. Stanley introduced racism in his books in the 60s. Or the factor of a young doctor by the name of Dr. Bruce Branner that during a test of gamma radiation noticed that there was somebody, a friend of his, that was right there in the test site, ran out there to save him, push him away, but get, gets caught in this explosion of gamma, gamma radiation and due to anger transforms him into this notorious, grotesque creature as we all know as the Incredible Hulk. Wrong place at the wrong time. Not understood. But these were life lessons that Stan Lee would put into his writings that a lot of young little boys and soon-to-be girls uh, would convey these uh, storylines. I, in my late 40s, I remember collecting and reading comic books at the age of seven. I still read, guys, and I still collect. And I would tell my parents, if possible, could you please or ask them to bring me down to the local pharmacy in the downtown area, grab a donut, and grab my comic books, come back, have my breakfast, find my little nook on the couch, and read these stories and characters that Stanley created 
and really conveying the stories and really appreciating the writing and the exceptional artwork. So much so that I would want to read it again and then put it away. Mind you, a little side note, I still have those books. The great thing is I pass them over to my son so he can understand the life lesson or the story that's trying to be conveyed to the reader. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. And with that, he, with his imagination and his own universe, was no different than a Walt Disney. Walt Disney, the only difference that Walt Disney did, comparable to Stan, was that he created a humongous universe, but a place that everyone could visit. Disney World, Disneyland, uh, you know, as far as in Florida, California, uh, as far as in Asia, in Paris. The only thing that Stan didn't have, he didn't have his land, but he conveyed the same thing that Walt Disney did. Same thing, guys. Same thing. But now, Stan's presence is still, is actually in Walt Disney because of the purchase that Walt Disney did of Marvel. And now you'll see Stan Lee's influence with his characters in these parks. So Stan Lee is a big name, a one of a kind. There will not be a Stan Lee that will ever exist. I guarantee you that. And keep in mind, you know, that right now, you know, when you walked into a comic book shop when I was a teenager, it was really kind of hush-hush. Nobody was supposed to know. Ugh, you go into a comic book shop. What about if someone sees me in, you know, from school? It's not cool to be carrying comic books. A lot of my friends out there know who they are, and uh, it was pretty comical on how we used to hide it. But it's nothing to, be hide, to hide now. You walk into a comic book shop now, there are men and women, young girls and young boys, reading, collecting, enjoying these stories. And the funny thing about it is it's not about capes and tights anymore, guys. It's about storylines that are regular people, that are phenomenal stories, that have now been optioned and conveyed and translated into cinema, as well as uh, the small screen television. That if I showed you a lot of these TV shows or uh, movies on the silver screen, that if I told you they were actually um, based on a comic book, you probably were surprised, but that's the truth. That's how much of an influence Stan Lee has given. Because everything comes from a root, and that root was Stan Lee. And that inspired a lot of the artists and a lot of the writers today to carry on these amazing stories that they've created due to the influence of Stan Lee. And the one thing I always say to my son, that has kind of fallen into this thing of uh, comic books. And hey, we all, these men and these women, and myself and my son and many of us, will hold all the comic books very proudly as we walk down our street. It's an accepted medium and there's nothing wrong with it. It's no different than grading, getting a book from a Barnes & Noble. Speaking of Barnes & Noble, I always say to my son, when we walk into a, a bookstore, you're in such an amazing place. You're in a building that is surrounded, that inhabits a bunch of thousands and thousands and thousands of amazing stories, fictional, non-fictional, life lessons, educational, to learn about individuals, to learn about these great stories, these great characters that hold true today, that have been written 50 or 100 plus years ago. A comic book store is no different. There is one slight difference about it, and I'll tell you what that is. You walk into a comic book store, you're, you're surrounded by amazing characters, notorious villains, great life lessons, amazing stories. But you're also walking into a store that you're surrounded by amazing artwork. It's no different than an art museum. You're surrounded by it, from the books on the shelves to the books in the bins and everything in between. It's something that you have to appreciate because one comic book is not just by a, a writer and an artist. There are so many people that, that have to work on just one issue that comes out every two weeks to a month. Your writers, your letterers, your 
your, your, um, your pencilers, your colorists, the list goes on and on and on to deliver you that 20 page comic, to entertain you, to give you a visual experience and a literal uh, experience that can convey and inspire people to put them on the uh, big screen, on the little screen. So with that being said guys, if you don't know about anything about Stan Lee, uh, I know there's a documentary out there that is called With Great Power Comes Great Responsibility. Read about him, look him up on YouTube, educate yourself on him. He is an amazing individual to, um, to catch up on. And uh, if not, pick up one of his books. Pick up one of the books that he wrote back, you know, whatever it's been, 40, 50 years ago. Obviously, the books that he wrote are pretty untouchable. They're worth thousands and thousands of dollars. But quite honestly, there's a lot of reprints that you can educate yourself and kind of bring you back to a time of how the world was. And Stan actually showed you how the world was back in the 60s or the 50s. And uh, it really conveyed a phenomenal message over the time. So you kind of, it's, a, it's, it's really a time portal of how things were in, in a visual sense. Um, so definitely read about him, watch him, uh, learn about him. Uh, his memory will constantly be around, that's for sure, uh, because we're going to constantly be surrounded by him. Like Disney's still around. He passed away many years ago, but we still, that, uh, that Disney name has not gone away, and stands will be the same. So, uh, guys, thank you so much. Uh, uh, continue uh, to be influenced by creativity by these amazing creators and uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode uh, please subscribe to it definitely like it um, and hopefully we are doing our job of educating you and entertaining you and to Stan thank you so much for all the material that you have given us it continues to inspire and I thank you personally for making giving me a great childhood as well as a great adulthood and Stan Excelsior <laughs>